0: Welcome in, OutKick the Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out out there, uh, especially on YouTube where I love you the most of all of my favorite places that you can be consuming the show. Certainly like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, as well as uh, TikTok. I think they put up these show segments everywhere. But I'd appreciate if you'd click like and subscribe in particular uh, on YouTube. Also, look, we have some of these videos I'm seeing on Twitter, millions of views now from OutKick um, and Instagram, hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Really appreciate you. I think we're going to put up a uh, press release. I thought it was going up today, uh, maybe tomorrow, whatever, for our March numbers. Uh, Some of the best numbers of all time, second best month overall in the history of OutKick. That'll be up shortly. A lot of different things to run into. It is tax day. Condolences to all of you out there who had to cut checks to pay taxes, uh, particularly if you had to cut big checks because our government wastes the vast majority of the money that you are sending them, and that is wildly frustrating. Uh, But we got a bunch of different stories to get into, um, and I want to start with this. Uh, Ron DeSantis and Disney has entered a new phase where the people defending Disney are completely bonkers. Two recent examples. Uh, Keith Olbermann says that Disney World should move to Puerto Rico. And a New York Times... uh, A New York Times, like, business opinionist guy? Uh, I I can't even imagine how dumb this guy must be. Uh, But a New York Times journalist says that Disney World should also move to get back at DeSantis. Uh, He says... This is Stuart Elliott, who has a Stuart New York Times in his Twitter handle. Who else thinks Disney should call DeSantis's bluff and announce it's closing Disney World and recreating it in another more welcoming state whose residents will get first crack at all the jobs? And I can't believe I have to go full Disney nerd here, but... My family's favorite trips to take when I was a kid, we went on vacation. We stayed at Fort Wilderness at Disney World. My family loved Disney. Uh, So we went there all the time as a kid. And anyone who is arguing like Keith Olbermann is or this crazy person, Stuart Elliott from the New York Times is... They don't understand Disney World and they've probably never been there. But I'm betting that a huge percentage of you out there watching me right now have been at some point in time. And the reason why this is significant is because you can't move Disney World. First of all, Walt Disney picked Orlando because he wanted an area of the country where he could be open 365 days a year. And control not only the parks, but also all of the land around the parks. Because what he saw was when he opened Disneyland in Anaheim, everybody with the hotels put them right on top of his property. And so everybody else ended up making money off of Disney and the lodging and the restaurants and everything else. And he said, no, no, no. If I redo this, I've learned from Anaheim, I need a place with massive amounts of land that everybody could drive to that would allow 365 days a year of weather that would be conducive to allowing me to have a theme park. So Disney can't just up and move all of the Disney property from tens of thousands of acres in Disney World. In fact, it would maybe bankrupt the company given what they're dealing with, the $10 billion that they've lost in streaming right now, for them to even try to pick up all of the property at Disney and relocate it. It's physically impossible. Olbermann saying to go to Puerto Rico is really funny because you can't drive to Puerto Rico, which is a huge part of why Disney World has been so successful. We always drove. We never flew. We would load up in the family station wagon and drive down to Orlando as young kids. That was the way that we grew up. That's what, like I said, where we spent family vacations. Um, But you can't even barely get to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, by the way, I love it. I spent a lot of time living in the Caribbean uh, when I first started practicing law. But Puerto Rico is crumbling and collapsing as a location. And uh, the idea that you could somehow replicate Disney World in Puerto Rico is crazy. Um, To say nothing of the infrastructure, all the different international flights that arrive at Orlando, everything else. But also there's no other state with good weather because they're all run by Republican governors. There's no other state with good weather where Disney could even relocate Disney World. But this is emblematic of how lost so many of these left-wing critics are. Their brains are broken. And one of the real advantages Trump had was whatever craziness he might say, other people were crazier, right? That is, Trump might say something that some people took as crazy, and then the response to Trump was so far outside the bounds of reasonableness that it somehow made Trump look reasonable. That's what's happening right now with DeSantis and Disney. And I give the DeSantis team credit because they also, in addition to this battle with uh, Disney, put out a parody of the original Bud Light Real Men of Genius ad uh, that goes after men who identify as women and uh, pretend that they are women and win championships. In fact, uh, uh, probably on social media, we will share that clip and this analysis. I think it's brilliant. I think one of the ways you have to ridicule left-wing excess in this country is with comedy. I've got a new book coming out. It's going to be released on August the 8th. Uh, It'll be out soon. It's called American Playbook. Probably start putting up the graphic behind here. We're months away from that thing officially launching. But one of the things I argue in the book is that Republicans should become the party that embraces comedy. Uh, Because comedy is about nuance, right? If art is not nuanced, then it isn't art anymore. It's propaganda. And Sometimes jokes may make you uncomfortable. That's because comedians have the ability to puncture absurdity using wit, using satire, using uh, the ability uh, to mock and ridicule the current situation in our society. And I can't think of anything more ridiculous in America today than the idea that a dude can decide to become a woman and left-wing orthodoxy requires that that Dude has to be considered a woman, and that that man can then become a women's champion, and it should be applauded. This is bonkers. This is insanity. ESPN is even running advertisements last month. They were supporting men and calling them women's champions for switching genders and dominating chicks. And if you watch South Park back in the day, they were well ahead of this because they started using a Randy Macho Man Savage character saying this was a dude who identified as a chick and this guy was winning all champions. So that's why I give credit to the Real Men of Genius Bud Light parody, which is actually phenomenal. And I hope you see it and we'll share it and make sure you do. Uh, Odds markets out there for next week's NFL draft begins Thursday with the first round, they're now taking off who is going to be selected as the number one pick. A lot of times, who the number one pick is going to be leaks, and you can tell based on the way that the odds markets respond because suddenly everybody comes rushing in and puts all their money in a way that the market is broken and the uh, and the gambling markets have to pull off the odds because it's clear who's going to be taking number one overall. And it appears that the Panthers are going to take Bryce Young now number one overall. Now, the Panthers GM says that he has not told Bryce Young he will be number one overall. Scott Fitterer said earlier today he hasn't been told he will be the top pick, but... Bryce Young has canceled the rest of his pre-draft visits uh, and he isn't going to go meet with any other teams. And so, again, why would Bryce Young be canceling all of his visits? Why would they be pulling every bit of the odds market off on who will be drafted number one overall if Bryce Young was not headed now to the Carolina Panthers? And remember, the Panthers traded up with the Bears, who did have the overall number one pick. So Bryce Young, it appears, likely based on the odds markets and his own choices, that he is headed to the Carolina Panthers. I like this move. I have told you that the quarterback that I like the most, the one that I was most impressed by, uh, was Bryce Young watching college football obsessively like I do every year. Bryce Young was the most accomplished quarterback that I saw play last year. He could do more things. Now, I'm a little bit concerned about his uh, durability, about his height, about his weight, all of those things. Can he take a lot of hits in the NFL? But in terms of being able to make plays, Bryce Young was the best quarterback I saw last year. The second best quarterback, actually, in terms of what he can do, he wasn't consistent, was Anthony Richardson. Uh, Anthony Richardson, to me, has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in the NFL. He reminds me a little bit of Josh Allen. Big, strong, fast, but inaccurate in college. And a lot of times NFL will take risks on big, strong, fast guys with inaccuracy issues because they believe they can fix the throwing mechanics and the issues associated with that. So we will see whether... Uh, whether Uh, Bryce Young is going number one overall. But to me, the two most impressive quarterbacks I saw, Bryce Young best on the field, Anthony Richardson, most outrageous talent. Again, highest ceiling of anybody. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about this going forward. Uh, Elon Musk has fired and or forced out 80% of all Twitter employees. He had over 8,000 employees at Twitter when he bought it. And he told Tucker Carlson uh, that as a result of all of those moves, Twitter is actually just as efficient and effective as it was before because it turns out they had so many employees because they had basically become an advocacy organization as opposed to a company just trying to run an efficient business. Musk also told Tucker Carlson that he had probably overpaid by twice as much as he needed to but that he thought the impact of needing an open marketplace of ideas was so important that he was willing to pay more than would have otherwise been justified uh, just based on that choice. But I, I wonder, on this tax day, what percentage of government employees could be fired and not have at all the efficacy or efficiency of our federal government impacted? (laughs) <laughs> to me, to me, the answer is at least half. And I bet we could probably fire 75% of all federal government employees and most of us would see zero difference in terms of the efficiency of our government because if for-profit businesses have this much fat that can be removed and the business can continue to run with zero issues, the government, which is far less efficient, than any business probably has way more. And right after that, we'll continue the discussion, but first, a momentary break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. All right, I want to give you a positive. Sometimes people say, oh, all you get every day is negativity. Give me something super positive, super fun. I took my family to go see Air, the movie last night. Uh, Air is the story of how Nike came to sign... Uh, Michael Jordan in 1984. Uh, stars Ben Affleck as uh, as Phil Knight, CEO of Nike. Also so, uh, stars Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro, uh, the agent that is trying to get out there and sign Michael Jordan and beat out Adidas and Converse. Film is phenomenal. There is zero woke ideology in it. Takes you back into the 1980s. I was five years old in 1984 when all this was going on. It is absolutely phenomenal. I cannot impress upon you enough how much you will like this movie. Not being paid, never am, to endorse anything in the pop culture realm. I just thought this movie was fabulous. All three of my kids liked it. There was cursing. It's rated R, but I took the 8-year-old, the 12-year-old, the 15-year-old. It's almost comedic level, exaggerated cursing. I barely even registered it. Uh, I would feel comfortable. I understand some people feel strongly about cursing. It's why I try not to curse on this show. Um, but I understand some of you feel strongly about cursing and where it occurs. But I think basically any kid of any age that is interested in sports would enjoy this. It's a great business story as well about how do you turn basically a non-existent basketball shoe business into into Nike becoming the corporate behemoth that it is today. At the time, Nike was in third place behind Adidas and Converse. And then, obviously, Nike went on to buy Converse. Adidas basically has gotten out of the basketball shoe market. I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. It is so well done. It's funny. It's smart. It's not woke at all. It takes you back to when I think America basically peaked the 1980s, and the 1990s, when by and large, everybody got along. Uh, And uh, again, air. I would encourage you to go check it out. Uh, NBA playoffs, biggest story so far in the NBA playoffs, Golden State Warriors down 0-2, and Draymond Green stomped on Sabonis last night. We can probably put in the clip of Draymond Green stomping on Sabonis here uh, in the clip that we're going to share. To me, the Draymond stomp, Uh, is an easy, easy suspension decision for Adam Silver. It was intentional. It was excessive. He should probably be suspended. Draymond has acted out a great deal on the court over the years, and it feels like the Golden State Warriors, by and large, are completely on the ropes. They have never been down 0-2 in the Steph, Clay, Draymond era in any series. Certainly, they memorably gave up the 3-1 series lead, but they now, down 0-2, I think you have to suspend uh, Draymond Green based on what happened in that game. Uh, This is important, and I don't know how much attention it's going to get, but do you remember when Joe Biden tried to mandate that basically every employee in America had to get the COVID shot, and he tried to use an OSHA mandate to justify it, uh, 84 million people, I believe, would have been covered by this. The Supreme Court thankfully stood up to it, uh, but if the Supreme Court had not, there would have been a massive mandate associated with this. The U.S. FDA tweeted earlier today: the monovalent Moderna and Pfizer COVID vaccines, vaccines are no longer authorized for use in the United States. This is a big deal. What this means is the initial double COVID shot that your United States government tried to mandate that you be forced to get in order to go to work, in order they wanted to be able to force you to be able to go eat at McDonald's. You had to show your vax card. In many big cities all over the country. That requirement that they wanted to put on you, that shot doesn't exist on the market anymore. They have updated it, updated it now, and there is a new version of the shot that is out there, but they are pulling off the market the initial two shot COVID shot, which is totally worthless, which many people were forced to get to go to school to do their jobs, doesn't exist anymore in the United States. It has been pulled. Should be a huge story. Everybody should be asking, wait a minute, why did the government try to mandate everybody get two shots that are now no longer available to be given anywhere in the United States? That seems like a big story. And now they're trying to tell you, well, just get the updated version. But the most recent data I saw, 83% of people are basically throwing up the peace sign and saying, no, we're not getting any more shots, even higher than that for kids. How is this not a bigger story? Everything they told you about the COVID shot was wrong. Everything. And now they are pulling off the initial two-shot version. A lot of you out there, are probably looking around saying, wait a minute, I was told that I was killing everyone by refusing to get this shot. Now your own government is quietly pulling the initial COVID shot and you can no longer get it anywhere. Seems like kind of a big story that maybe more people should be discussing. Uh, Worth factoring in here. Uh, Finally, I thought this was a funny story. Right as we finished Clay and Buck, I saw the headline come across. A toddler climbed through the fence at the White House and they had to shut down the White House for trespassing and the Secret Service had to respond and grab the toddler who climbed through the fence and started running on the field. If you have kids, I guarantee your dad is getting blamed for this. Doesn't matter how it happened, dad is going to be held accountable for the toddler climbing through the fence and taking off, mom will accept zero responsibility. This is a hundred percent the responsibility of the uh, of the dad. Uh, and and it reminds me reminds me back in the day. You remember Harambe? Rest in peace, Harambe, the gorilla uh, at the Cincinnati Zoo, I believe, who had the toddler in his hand, and they had to shoot the uh, they had to shoot the gorilla after the toddler climbed through the enclosure at the zoo and ended up in the possession of the gorilla. Um, that was a huge, uh, huge animal thunderdome moment. Uh, but they had to shoot poor Harambe, who did nothing wrong uh, other than pick up the kid and start to play with it. Um, this reminds me of that, except thankfully, uh, there was no animal that needed to be murdered, shot, uh, in, uh, as a result of this kid breaking in and uh, running across the uh, the White House lawn uh, finally, uh, this is stupid. All right. This is the okay sign. All right. You see it out there. Everybody paying attention means everything's okay. Right. It is universally understood to mean everything's okay. It can also mean if we do it, how can I do it where you see it can also mean basically if I do it this way, it can mean that you got to get punched in the arm, right? That you're like basically showing, uh, the, uh, the circle there. Right. People online have lost their minds and decided that this symbol is racist. So the University of Nebraska, rather than stand up to all of these imbeciles out there and say, no, we're not going to respond to you on the allegation that this is racist. The University of Nebraska has changed the big red mascot so that he no longer gives the OK sign Because there was concern that it might be a sign of white supremacy. Come on. Is this really where we are in American life? Where stupid, woke imbeciles with stupid, woke, imbecilic opinions force the vast majority of us with functional brains to acquiesce to their stupidity and change things? Rip Big Red. But more importantly, do you have no spine, Nebraska? You're filled with sane, reasonable, logical people. I love the University of Nebraska fans because they are passionate. And also, in particular, I fell in love with you because you were among the most aggressive proponents of playing college football in 2020. Guess what, Cornhusker fans? We were right It was easy to play in 2020 and do it safely. Football, as we said for years, was far more dangerous to athletes than COVID. Yet, they tried to shut down the season, and Nebraskans, you were smart enough and brave enough to stand up against this absurdity. Why is the University of Nebraska bending here? This is insanely stupid. The only way that you break the woke virus that has taken over this country is by refusing to subscribe to the stupidity undergirding much of its support and the only way you do that is by refusing to give in in stories like these So big red rest in peace the University of Nebraska I'm sorry that you allowed idiots to take over your decision making cornhusker fans, Stand up against stupidity and continue to point out and lampoon lampoon this absurdity. All right, I love all of you. D Bap unless you need to S Bap. I'll be live tomorrow. Then I'm headed out of the uh, out of the state for a bunch of different days in a row. But I appreciate all of you. I will see you tomorrow.